On December 1st, 1949, Mr. Tedford boarded a bus in St. Albans. He was on his way home to the retirement home in Bennington from a trip to see family in Vermont. The scheduled bus trip should have taken the best part of eight hours, but heavy snow caused a long delay. The route passed through the Green Mountain National Forest, an area renowned for disappearances during the 1940s. Mr. Tedford was seen sitting on the bus by 14 other passengers. They all testified to seeing him there, sleeping in his seat. When the bus reached its destination, however, Mr. Tedford was gone, and the driver and other witnesses all testified they had not seen the old man leave the bus. You're listening to Mysterious Brews Podcast, and today we bring you the case of Mr. Tedford. James Tedford. Come on, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Tedford, welcome to a deep... Dark, dank, kind of hot basement, somewhere in Georgia. Let's just jump right in since this is a mini brew. James Tedford. Yeah, he was born in around 19, 19, around 1884 in Vermont. Not mm. much is known about his early life, but in 1940, he was a resident of Fletchertown, Franklin, Vermont. And this, this, this whole thing is... Known as the Bennington Triangle, and rather than do a whole episode on the, on the five disappearances, we want to focus on this one because it's so much stranger than the other four. But I feel it's necessary that we need to let you know about the other four. 1945, Mitty Rivers, a 74 year old woman, disappears while out hunting. Uh, she was guiding a group of four hunters up the mountain. On the way back, she got ahead of the group and was never seen again. An extensive search was conducted, but the only evidence discovered was a single rifle cartridge that was found in a stream. It was speculated that the rivers had leaned over the, and the cartridge had dropped out of uh, his pocket. Oh, I thought it was a woman. Uh-oh. <laughs> his pocket. <laughs> The disappearance occurred in the Long Trail Road area in Vermont Route 9. He was an experienced hunter and fisherman and was familiar with the local area. Paula, uh, Paula Wilden, in 1946, was 18 years old and disappeared about a year later on December 1st, 1946. She was a sophomore at Bennington College. She'd set out for a hike on the Long Trail. Many saw her go, including Ernest Whitman a Bennington Banner employee who gave her directions. She was alleged to have been seen on the trail itself by an elderly couple who were about 100 yards behind her. According to them, she turned a corner on the trail, and then when they reached the same corner, she had disappeared. An extensive search was conducted Weldon didn't return to the college, when she did not return to the college campus. She is never seen again. We're going to skip the third one. We may talk about him in a minute. <laughs> the fourth person is Paul Jepson in 1950. He is an eight-year-old. He was accompanied. He accompanied his mother in a truck, and she left her son unattended while she fed some pigs. His mother was gone for about an hour. When she returned, her son was nowhere in sight. Search parties were formed to look for the child. Nothing was ever found. Though Jepson was wearing bright red jacket, he should have ma- that should have made him more visible. According to one story, bloodhounds tracked the boy to a local highway where, according to local legend, four years earlier, Paula Weldon had disappeared. And then finally, the fifth is Frida Langer. Uh, she, 
she disappeared 16 days after Jepson on October 28, 1950. Uh, Frida was 53, and her cousin Hubert Elsner left their family campsite near the Somerset Reservoir to go on a hike. During the hike, Langer slipped and fell into a stream. She told Elsner if he would wait, she would go back to the campsite, change clothes, and catch up to him. When she did not return, Elsner made his way back to the campsite and discovered Langer had not returned and that nobody had seen her since they had left. Over the next two weeks, five searches were conducted involving aircraft, helicopters, and up to 300 searchers. No trace of Langer was was found during the search. But, however, on May 12, 1951, her body was found near Somerset Reservoir in an area that had been extensively searched seven months previously. No cause of death could be determined because of the condition of her remains. She was the last person to disappear and the only one whose body was found. No direct connections have been identified to make these to fit these cases together other than the ge- general geographic area and time period. So here's the deal with those four. And this is why I, I decided that they weren't um they weren't the ones we were going to focus on is because they were all outdoors. They were all inside a park or trail or whatever and they disappeared missing 411 stuff that, that's missing 411 stuff that could easily be we could sit here and argue about sasquatch all day sasquatch took them but the third one mr tedford james tedford that's one is very a little odd. strange what happened with him now like we said you know he returns to vermont to his younger wife, Pearl, she was 28, he was 56, and things started getting real weird when he returned after his service in World War II. He returns to find his wife, Pearl, had vanished. No trace of her could be found. The property that he rented in Fletchertown had been left abandoned. Tedford's family claimed no knowledge of the whereabouts of his missing wife. They said they had last seen her as she was heading to an Amico store in Franklin. But they never saw her again. Desperate and lonely, James checked into a soldier's home in Bennington sometime around 1947. Now, again, he gets on a bus and everyone there, well, I wouldn't say everyone, but 14 people on the bus and the driver know that he was on the bus. But when it stops, he is no longer there. Somewhere between the last stop and Bennington, Tedford vanished. Strangely, all his belongings were still on the luggage rack, and a local bus timetable lay open on his empty seat. I mean, what the hell happened to this guy? And he's never seen again. Never. Not once. Now, here's the thing. Could it be possible that all of these people are wrong, and he just never got back on the bus and just took off. Or did they stop during the snowstorm, and he wandered off to take a leak, and the bus left him? I don't know, but you're going to have 14 people, including the bus driver himself, all are going to swear. They will testify. He was there. He was there, and then he wasn't. Extremely odd. But like we said, he doesn't fit the other cases. Not at all. The only thing, you know, 
everybody wants it to be triangles. There's, you know, the the Bermuda the the Bermuda Triangle, the Bermuda Triangle. There's the um, Alaskan Alaskan Triangle. There's the um, what's the one in Michigan called? Oh yeah, there's one in Southwest United States. There's one around Japan. Triangles are everywhere. Oh, the one in Michigan is called the Michigan Triangle. Oh, that would be hard to remember. <laughs> or the Great Lakes Triangle. So, again, you know, the disappearance of Mr. Tedford, it's not like no one remembers him. He was just a ghost face on the bus, and then they decide, hey, somebody didn't claim this luggage. People saw him. Many people saw him. And by many, you know, if you have more than five people state, hey, I saw this guy, that's pretty credible. But for 14 people and the driver to Mm -hmm. go on record Mm -hmm. stating, yes, he was on the bus and now he's not. You know, I would like to know, and, and there's no way of knowing, but I would like to know, did they make a stop in between because of the snow? You know, was there some kind of issue where they had to get out and clear the road of something or, you know, did they stop and let people stretch their legs because the trip took longer than expected. But this is why it's a mini bruise because there's nothing out there when you Mm -hmm. research it. Mm Very, very, (laughs) very odd. Well, I mean, the fact that his wife is gone, the fact that he had to check into a soldier's home and he's lonely and he's sad he may have just saw his opportunity to, to, to disappear and took it, but that still doesn't explain how he did it. Like, how did he get out of there? Why wouldn't he take his stuff? I'm saying that this was definitely, definitely a glitch in the matrix. He 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 did a time slip. He slipped right into another dimension. Just saying. And that's probably one of the better theories out there. <laughs> Because, you know, you've all seen the videos where cars just appear out of nowhere and things like that. He could have stepped out or, like you said, the bus could have gone through a glitch and he's the only one that was not found. Well, deuce. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, that's why, to me, I know that some people possibly don't enjoy the mini brews because they're they're so they're so short and they're so um short for you know we'll just say short short they're just short, short they're so short short but to me man some of these are just the most fascinating ones because of the and it's because of the lack of information and everything that you research will reference a article on coolinterestingstuff.com and they detail the other four, but basically all the information is what we've gone over. Mm-hmm. You know, she dis- she disappears. A few days later, he decides to board a bus and go see family. And then upon returning, he just not there. A lot of people put a lot of weight into the fact that that bus went through the Green Mountain National Forest. Mm-hmm. And... That's where I would like to know, is it possible that that bus stopped somewhere in that forest? Yeah, but wouldn't wouldn't they report that? 
You would think so. I mean, 14 people swear that he was there. Why wouldn't 14 people say, oh, well, well, we did stop. Somebody would have said something. Somebody would have remembered. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we all got off the bus to take a leak. And I think James got off with us. You know, that would have been nice to know. But like you said, nobody has ever said anything. So that leads credence to him just vanishing out of thin air inside the bus. Does not just does not make any sense. No, does not. If you have any information on this case or the Bennington Triangle, please let us know and we will revisit this case or maybe revisit the whole triangle case. Now <laughs> probably not, but we like to put that out there. Nah. Well All because I just don't like triangles. I don't like triangles either, but I think if we do a missing 411 case in the future, you know, it's going to be that those four will probably come back up again. Yeah, it's, um, we do need to do a 411, missing 411, but man, there is just so much information out there's there. There's just so many. There's so, there's just, and then there's a whole, you know, tangent off of that. Now he's started detailing missing hunters, and that's even weirder. Yeah. Because them's got guns. Them's got guns, and they know them backwoods. Yeah. Well, Coach, you got anything else? Man, what's the running time on this? Like four minutes? Fourteen. That's not real. That's worth the click. That's worth the click. That's something you can go listen to when you're taking a pooper. (laughs) (laughs) Deuces.